It's Thursday. Hey, everybody, and welcome to our all-new episode of Trish the Dish. This is episode three. This episode is titled, How Breaking Up Went On to Become Breaking Up With Benefits. Um, as you can see this week, I got my girl's Destiny's Child in the background, handing out the vocals to help get a girl out. Yes. You losing, I don't sleep. Probably not. I don't care if you are or not. But I just wanted to jump into this episode this week. Um, this is episode three of season two. And if you guys haven't already listened to the two previous episodes, episodes one and two, please go back and listen. I promise you guys will not be mad that you did. And if you haven't already listened to episode um, all season one, sorry. Uh, so I just want to get into this um, episode this week and talk up a little bit about how breaking up went on to becoming breaking up with benefits. And I promise you, breaking up with benefits is not what you guys think. Um, so, Michelle, girl, you and being Kelly, I'm going to ask y'all to just pause for a minute. Let me get up into this. So, um, I know you guys hear me talking about the ex um, in a couple of my episodes. And um, you hear me say, like, we were together for nine years, which we were. We were to get, got together when I was in my 20s, probably about 25. I think I was going into 26. Um, and it was just, it was lovely. So beautiful in the beginning. Um, it was so lovely in the beginning. And we met on like the most randomest time. I was like dealing with somebody else. And then I met him and it was just like sparks, flash, boom. And <laughs> that's how we met. Or well, we actually met on, I believe it was, we was at a Halloween party. We met like either the day before his birthday or something like that. Like, I know his, it was, like, something like that because it's his birthday. It's on um, Halloween. And we met, um, like, at a, at a party, at a Halloween party. And I remember seeing him walk by or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a nice-looking guy. And unbeknownst this to me, the last time when he walked by and I actually ended up asking him to dance, he ended up telling me he was just about to leave. He was going to walk out the door and leave. Um, nine years later, I would have just let him walk out the door and left. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, but I stopped him and I asked him to dance. And nine years later, here we are. Um, and it was nice. Uh, you know, in the beginning, I really loved it. Uh, that man was like everything. He was like chocolate, with perfect teeth, beautiful smile. He was just so nice. He worked two jobs. You know, bro was getting it. He was getting it in. Okay, he took his son. His son at the time was like, like a little. I don't think he was a preteen, but he was young. And I fell in love with his son. Um, actually, still till today, that is my son's son. Shout out to my son's son. Love you. Love you lots. He just got a job, y'all. And he's 18. I'm so proud of that boy. So I had to give him a shout out. Um, but yes, uh, in between the nine years, we had our ups and our downs or whatever. And I think we kind of moved a little bit fast in the beginning because it was like we met each other in October. And then we like really didn't talk to each other. And then like I, I went like a week or whatever. And he texted me like a week later like, hey, no, I'm sorry, not a week, but he texted me the following day, like, hey, sweetie, to this day, he will not admit that he said it, 
But he did. He texted to me. He said, hey, sweetie. And I remember I looked at the text message like, fuck is this nigga from? Like, <laughs> 1930s sitcom Jew pop out of. Like, I was just so irked. I hate puppy names. I know it's weird, but I hate puppy names. Like, I don't like somebody to call me sweetie or I constantly keep saying, babe, gorgeous, beauty, my queen. That's annoying. Um, sorry. You guys might hear me sipping on some water today because my mouth gets dry doing this podcast. It's so dry for me, just rambling. Um, and then, uh, I think I responded back that day, and then, honestly, I don't think we talked for like a week or so, because this was a while, and at the time, my best friend was pregnant, and we were at her baby shower, and he asked me to come over that day, yes, to his house, and <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, um, I'll come, and initially, when I ended up going, because the baby shower ran long, we went to our house afterwards and talked, and then it's like maybe like 12. It was officially booty call hours, okay? It was booty call hours. And I texted him, and I was like, hey, are you still up? You still want me to come? And he was like, sure, because he probably was like, hey, this booty call hours. I know what she's trying to do. Uh, yeah, no, it was that time of the month for me, so I already knew that I wasn't getting this. And so I was like, I feel safe for going here. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, So I went. And I enjoyed myself so much. And from that day, that initial first day of me going to his house, we were, like, inseparable. We were, like, up underneath each other's ass cheeks. Like, just all the time we was up under him. Like, I remember me texting him every day while he was at work. When he would get off, I would just be so happy because about him working two jobs, it was hard. I mean, he still works two jobs. But about him working two jobs back then when you first meeting. It was, like, kind of hard um, for that to, you know, progress on, whatever. Like, it, I just missed him. Um, but long story short, like, right in the beginning, we moved in with each other. Um, I moved in with him, not each other. I moved in with him because he had his own place. And this shit started. Um, I remember I came out and my car was key. Um, I had a black Infinity at the time of 2003, black Infinity. My car was key. Somebody tried to write, kill yourself, bitch. And uh, obviously that person couldn't spell. Really, like, kill, I don't know what, whatever. And, you know, I didn't know whether it happened in front of his door or whether it happened, whatever. But it was, we found, he found it when it was sitting in front of his door. After we had already gotten into an argument because Valentine's Day came and bruh went ghost, like, the entire day. Didn't know where he was. And right then and there, I should have known. I would have been safe. Four to five months in, I would have been out of there. But I stayed. I don't know why. Because I didn't. I did love that man. Um, and eventually, um, towards the summer, I think we, like, kind of was like, mm, let's let's give this a break for a minute. Let's give it a break. And then we got back together, like, around my birthday. And then we pressed on and for, like, two years. And then the big, one of one of the big breakups came, and we, like, broke up. I'm trying to tell you, it was just so many signs. I was so stupid. Um, and we broke up because he said he wasn't happy. And I had to, you know, like, one up him on that one because he initially told me, like, I'm not happy. And I was like, damn, like, I didn't even see this one coming. It was, I was blindsided by this one. Um, and it was telltale signs there. Like, he was just doing weird shit 
like lying, not answering his phone. Like this one time during New Year's, it was this little girl worked at his job and she came to his fucking New Year's Eve party after twelve with a bustier on. Bitch, what in the Selena Anostinos is you trying to fucking pull up in here? Get you in that god loving bustier the fuck up out of here. Okay, she coming here with her little perky little boobs after twelve, talking about some happy New Year's. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch what? So his friend is there that he claims likes the girl. So they go down the basement or whatever. And the girl seems like she's more interested in the guy, my ex, than the guy she's supposed to be down there with. So I fucking called, went down the basement. I called that man by his entire fucking name. Like, I was his mother. Like, you can get your ass up these motherfucking steps. He was like Kevin Hart on that goddamn stand. I'm kind of like, what? What? I thought everybody, everybody went down at the new beach. I thought everybody was going to be down at the new beach. Everybody went down. Like, you don't bring your groupie ass up these goddamn steps. It's goddamn one going on two o'clock in the morning. I don't give a fuck what this bitch is talking about. Take her, take her bitty bitty bumba and get the fuck about this house right now. How her fucking knew there was a, this bitch upstairs about to kill us all. <laughs> Telltale signs. So, um, after that, I think, like, um, we did, we ended up breaking up in 2013, yes. Um, again, we met, we met in 2009, going into 2010. Boom, yeah, that's when we met, 2009, going into 2010. The first breakup, uh, like, the big one, was in 2013, that's when he told me he wasn't happy, he turned away from me, he just walked off, and I was like, damn, and I remember, um... I wasn't finished with the relationship. I wasn't. And I would go around his family. I was, like, at every... At everything he was at, I was at. Like, if I was there, posted up like a statue looking at him. Like, huh, would you... What? Let's get back together. Like, I was trying everything to get back with this man. I thought this... Like, I thought life as we know it was over. I'm like, that's it. I'm dying up in here. Because clearly, I need him to breathe. If I don't have him... I am going to die. <laughs> In that case, it wasn't like that. Um, like, after a while, I ended up going to school. That's what saved my life. And I met another guy who kind of, like, cleansed my palate for me. And it was amazing. He ended up becoming one of my very best friends um, in life and forever. And I met him in... Like, in school. So, it was, like, just me and him all the time. All, always together. So, that was one of the times where I broke up. And it led to a benefit. Ah, see, now you get where the benefit coming in at. It's not what you thought. Told you. So, the benefit of that one was me meeting one of my best friends in life. His name is E. Hey, E. Love you to death. Um, I met E. Uh, in nursing school. Me and him became fast friends. First, I thought he didn't like me. Found out in the end. He loved me. We were, like the best together but at first we actually ended up dating which was now weird it's now it's weird <laughs> but we first ended up dating he came for me he tried to facetime me ask about tests and then we ended up actually like going out and dating and at the time he had just broke up with his girlfriend and i had broke up with my boyfriend and we both were healing and the benefit of us finding each other was that i always tell him this that he brought me back to life like, he brought me back to life. I was like, 
not wanting to go anywhere, sitting in the house. And then I met him and every picture you seen us after that, we were somewhere, we were eating, we were out at beaches. We were just enjoying our fucking selves together. Like that was what we did. Like, and I loved him for that. And I will always love him for that. And in the end, that's how me and him actually stopped and became friends because I was like, all right, I already lost this one friend, i.e. the ex at the time, my ex-boyfriend. Um, and he was, me and him were really cool, but by us being together and breaking up, we fell out. Like, I'm not talking to you no more. So I didn't want that with E. So I was like, you know what, best friend? I don't think that we need to do this. We just need to relax and just be friends. And he understood it. He got it. He understood. He was like, yeah, you know, I would rather you have you as my best friend. I mean, my friend, than you lose you in life. And that's how I felt. I would rather have him as my friend than lose him in life over something that could have happened or would have happened. I don't know. But I just knew I didn't want to lose him as my friend. And my way of doing that was to make him my friend. <laughs> like, um, And he has been my best friend ever since. So that was one of the benefits of the first breakup that I had after leaving this person and the benefits of after that finishing nursing school and getting the apartment at the time and a new car. It was just like benefit after benefit was coming in after that. Um, blessings on plan blessings, as they say. And then um, about, we broke up in 2013. We ended up getting back together in, I want to say, the end of 2014. Um, and it actually initially started, I was with his sister she was having, which would turn out to be both our godson. Um, and that's how we kind of started, like just on a random. And then we got back together like around then. And then things kind of were like moving. And then I had an apartment. He ended up moving in with me um, in the apartment. And it was just us in our little bubble Again, together, just in there, I'm cooking and whatever and just enjoying him and just loving on him. And I don't know, just this time around, although I knew I loved him and I wanted to be with him, it was like in the back of my head, I was like counting down the days. <laughs> I was counting down the days. I was. And I don't understand why I was. I mean, in the long run, I get it. So, um, fast forward, um... Around 2016, um, if you guys listened to my first podcast, I mean, season one, um, you would know that I had a miscarriage, which would have been my first um, child in 2016. And I, at the same time, I lost my job and I lost my car and then I caught him cheating. And uh, it was a lot. It was a fucking lot all at the same time. And um, you would think I would leave right then and there, and I didn't leave, but the countdown had fucking begun. Um, so like I said, I lost the car, and then I ended up getting money back from losing that car, and I, I mean, because all this time he kept saying he was going to get a hoopty, the hoopty never came. Um, so I wasn't working, so I ended up putting the car in him and his sister's name. Because I wasn't working. And I put the money down or whatever. Even though he tried to say all these things. And his sister backed me up. And I was like, thank you, sister. Because I'm glad you were there in that office right along with us. To see that I put money down. But afterwards, I could not keep the payments up. and Because I still wasn't working. 
Um, I had went through extreme depression, which he claimed he did not get, nor did he understand. I just don't think he wanted to understand because he was now dealing with the girl who I had caught him cheating with, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just know I caught him that one time in the store, and I never knew what was going on after that. I mean, I didn't know whether she was the type of woman that would still continue on, even though you know he got a girl because you've seen her come in the store at you, or whether she was like, uh, no, bruh. I'm not playing it. When you're done, you can come find me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of woman she is. I'm not her. But um, lo and behold, like, um, I was just breaking down. I was just falling out of love. Uh, and he was just doing shit that just made me fall out of love. And around the same time that I was losing a baby, his son actually ended up moving in with us. Now, mind you, we in the studio apartment. Okay? I'm in the studio. And when I heard what was going on with his son, he asked me, could his son move in? And I said, without a fucking doubt, my baby can move in. And yes. And that was the best decision. That was the best yes between us being together. That yes right there was the best yes I ever said in my life. Um, because I was lonely in that house on, on a lot of days because he would be, uh, I mean, he would be there, but he wasn't there. Like, he would be there, but he wasn't there. If women can get that, y'all know what I'm saying. And his son, um, my son's son, um, ended up, we like ended up connecting so much, like, um, from me hearing about what was going on with his school day to him just being in the house all the time. Like, I love him like my son. Like, nobody can tell me that that's not my son's son. And I don't take anything from his mom. His mom is amazing and awesome. I'm just saying that I'm happy that she saw fit that he could move in with us, you know, because she needed help. Like, I get it, girl. Like, and I praise her for doing it. Um, like, uh, dad, you, he's in a teenage, he needs you a little bit more now, let's go, and she did it, and I said yes, and, uh, thank you to her, because I would not have got to know that amazing son that her, you know, she raised, like, so thank you, um, and he is amazing, and so, <laughs> as y'all can see, because I boast about him all the time, um, but, yeah, so it was just me, him, and a son, and, it was just like going crazy. Like the son would just hear us in there arguing and like we just yelling at each other, like physically. And I'm just wanting to hit this man in his face or he walk in and my attitude is just, ugh. And I said this before in another podcast that arguments, arguments create silent enemies. And that's what it did. It created a silent enemy within us, which started from the baby passing me, losing my job and me finding out about him with the girl. And, you know, everybody just was like, I took that with a grain of salt. And I was like, nah, uh, I didn't. I didn't take that, me walking in on him with a grain of salt. I just chose to not deal with it right then and there. I was dealing with losing my baby. Nothing at that moment besides me losing my baby mattered to me right then and there. Because I was losing the most special thing in my life. I was losing the most blessed and best gift ever. And nothing was going to make me be like, oh, man, I'm sad over that. Nah, I deal with that another time. But just so happened, the card that we got together, um, I couldn't make the payments on because I wasn't at work, like I said, and they ended up taking the car. And I was like, oh, okay, like, we'll just, uh, I'll get the car back. And, <laughs> like, because that's what I did. I had cars that got repoed before, and I, guess what, I got them bitches back, and they never got repoed again. And if they did, I wouldn't got it back again, and that was it. Like, I never had a repo on my, on my um, thing, period. So, um... Um, 
in the long run, I ended up him taking the car and leaving me stranded without getting being able to get the work. So it was like, oh, okay, that's what you want to do? Like, I, you drove my cars for years, the entire time that we were together. You drove two cars that I had, and you fucked both of them up. Both of them. Like, the black car had been in multiple accidents. Multiple. And then I upgraded and got a white Infinity. And he got into a fight with, I don't know who, guys somewhere. And they put a fucking cinder block through my door. And I was just like, really? Like, I always made sure you had a way to work. I always made sure. Like, so push come to shove. We broke up. And I remember, um, like, because he took the car. And I was just done. I was just fucking done. Like, if you could do this to me, there's no way you could ever love me. There's no way. So I remember me snapping them keys off because I had stole the car from his mom's house because I think he forgot we both had keys. And I went and stole the car from in front of his mom's door and brought it down on my mom's block up in the projects, like pulled it up the street. And he was calling me all kinds of beat, like bitches and this, that, that. And I was just like, I'm over this. And I went up that street and I got all my shit out that car and I um hook, unhooked my house keys or whatever from it. And I left that fucking car up there. With the key in it, doors unlocked, whatever, in the middle of the projects, like, whatever. And, um, I was done. And one of the best benefits out of leaving a toxic relationship, because I'm just going to call it what it is, it was toxic, um, was that I found me. That was the biggest and best benefit ever. Like, when I tell y'all I dropped them keys in that cup holder, and I just was done. Like, I might, you know, on a sad, sad day. You know what, ladies, how we get when we get sad or we've been drinking and you send that text or whatever. I might have did a couple of those the first year. Like, that was it. Um, Didn't really do. And I don't mean, like, back-to-back. Them Jones was spread out in months because I was just like, really? Do I want to go back to this? And after finding, like, after breaking up, like, a month later, he was right with the girl I caught him in the store with. Like, crazy. Um, like, whatever. More power to her. And for years, it's coming up on three years of us not being together. And the that has been the best blessing ever. Um, I mean, stuff had, was going wrong at the time. Just like, I mean, stuff was just going wrong left and right. And I just was like, really? Really? This man is out here being happy or whatever with this new girl. And I'm just out here just going crazy and God was like I see you I hear you I mean you need to go through this storm and that storm brought on some of the best benefits ever because I learned to heal myself this time around I learned to grow I learned that I was a toxic person myself I learned that I you know projected on the people and that I was like just a mean person on the inside that was one of the best benefits that breaking up with that man could have ever did and that's not nothing negative towards him that's something negative on me like that was something that I needed to learn myself and it was one of the best things ever that was the best benefit ever because I healed I didn't heal the first time because I was so busy trying to get back with him that I didn't allow myself to heal and I got myself more together. Sorry, you guys, I'm about to take a sip of this water. I got myself back together. Um, don't get me wrong, I still 
see his family here and there, and I speak to them. And that was one of the hardest things, too, was not being able to be around his family a lot because I love his family. I love them to death. And to not be able to be there no more for, like, parties or just on a random just riding down there and sitting down there with them and hanging out with them because he has some of the funniest and the most lovable siblings ever. Like, I will always love them. There's never going to be a day that I'm going to ever be like, I ain't banging with none of them. No. You guys are my family always and forever. Um, I think that was one of the hardest things was to not be around them so much because I needed to heal. And I and a lot of them didn't get it. They didn't understand it at the time. They get it now. Um, and I'm able to go down there. And even if he is there, I have no problem with seeing you. I have no problem with seeing her. Like, it's just like a, oh, okay, yeah, I don't care, girl, guy, hello, hello to you, how are you doing, you know, is your day blessed, are you healed, all right, and I'm up out of here, I don't need to know nothing else, I don't need to know anything else, I don't care, like, I am there today, today, I am there, uh, 12, what's today, 12, 18, 2019, and that comes with a benefit because I met somebody that I want to talk about on the podcast. Okay, because I ain't meet nobody in three years and I thought I wasn't. And then boom, God was like, hey, here you go. And it was just like, hey, hey, here I am. I know you didn't think I was coming, but here I am. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't had this feeling since I was in my 20s. And here it is again. And I wanted to tread lightly because I was like, this is a good benefit right here. Um, a guy with a good job, no kids. You can't find that. That's like a unicorn. You know how Tiffany had to talk about a unicorn? That's like a fucking unicorn because they do not exist. Okay, I'm a unicorn myself because I have a good job with no kids. And I was like, I mean, I don't mind if a man has kids. Don't mind me none. I love kids. But to find a guy with no kids, to know that you're going to be his first baby mama, and he's talking about marriage, and he's talking like making plans for the future, like you don't get that now with guys making plans for the future. You don't. And I just love it. I love it like 100%. And it took, if I had not did everything I did, had I not been trying to, like the first time when I was trying to hold on and I was tearing myself up trying to hold on, and this time I chose to let go, I would still be broken. Like, I would still be broken. And that's why I say how breaking up went on to becoming benefits. Like, um, like the best, some of the best benefits. And, I mean, I, I, I don't even know, like, what to say. Like, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. That was, that's some texting there. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, it just led to something even better. And uh, I know you guys was probably wanting a funny one, and this one is long. But it needed to be long. Sometimes not everything needs to be funny. But it is a couple of funny ones in there. Like, I uh, wish I would have called that girl Sausalita this time, but I did. Um, yeah, it was a lot. And don't get me wrong, I tell people all the time, I'm still with the shits. I am still with the shits. But I just learned to, like, you know, Bring it back. I don't come for people who I claim I love. That was one of the best benefits as well, too. Like, I do not come for people I love anymore. If I claim to love you, how am I trying to, you know, dog you out, break your back to other people? Um, but yes, oh, that was one of the best benefits was meeting the person that I met now. And 
I don't know where this is going. I don't know if this is my forever. Um, it's my f right now, and it's really nice, and it's really good. I mean, if somebody would have told me, um, like, nine years ago, hey, girl, uh, you're going to break up with this guy, and uh, you guys are not going to be together. <laughs> that was Obama. Um, I'd have been like, what? No, this is like the love of my life. I'm never going to leave him. Uh, yeah, girl, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to touch on that today, um, on how breaking up went on to becoming breaking up with benefits. And I should have said very good benefits. Um, because some benefits ended up being really good. Um, so anybody that's out there, like, going through the same thing, like, this is what you'll get to. And if you like, wondering, like, where is he or whatever, like, God is like, I got you. I got you. Don't don't rush what you think because I was rushing and then I rushed back into something bad. And I'm trying to tell you every other day I was crying and sad about this nigga who just was acting like a fucking ass. And he was like 40 plus, 40 plus still trying to give me the shits. And I'm like, it's the reason why I went with you and the reason why we ain't together. And I should have just kept it like that. And that was me trying to rush something, trying to make something out of something that I saw. Not a benefit of blessing that God was giving me. Something that I was trying to create. And God was like, oh, I'm going to let you go ahead and have fun. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Let me sip on this right here. Mm -hmm. You done? Is you done or is you finished? That's how God was. Is you done or is you finished? And I was like, I'm still going to try. I'm going to try a little bit more. God was like, all right, girl, I'm going to let you go ahead. I ain't going to stop you. Go ahead. And then there came a moment when I was done with that, too. Like, I'm going to go ahead and drop this brime on you, bruh. And you ain't going to like it. But I promise you, I'm never going to talk to you again. And I dropped that bomb, Boom. And I was out of there like the smoke. You know how the smoke clears and there's nothing there? It's a whole, that was me. It's a whole nothing there. Mm -mm, I'm out of here. That's how it was. And then God was like, all right, now you're ready. Here you are. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, you cook dinner, dinner? Oh, you chef, chef? Yes. You know how to treat a woman? Mm, yes, I like that too. And hopefully next year, I'll be having like even more good news. Because these benefits is stacking up. So until next week, when I talk about something else. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed the previous episodes. And I love you guys, and I thank you guys for listening. Um, I was going to finish it off with um, If, but I think I'm going to give you guys a little bit of this one, because... Yes! This is a good song for when I was actually free. Free! So I'm going to leave you guys with this song. And if you guys are experienced, or you guys are in a toxic fucking relationship, uh, friendship, whatever, get the fuck out and be free. Until next week, love you guys. Bye.